Welcome to Pen Pals Improv, the improvised celebration of letter writing, where we get two improvisers from around the world to get together to improvise a chain of letters between two characters. But first, a bit from the sad history of letter writing, where people sometimes experience rejection, but rejection doesn't have to be sad. And I found a nice positive rejection letter, I felt, from a newspaper. Um, and it says this, thank you for your lovely and thoughtful submission to the magazine which we are afraid we are going to have to decline for all sorts of reasons. The weather is dreary. Our backs hurt. We have seen too many cats today. And as you know, cats are why God invented handguns. There is a sweet incoherence and self-absorption in your piece that we find alluring, but we have published far too many of the same in recent years, mostly authored by the undersigned. Did we mention the moist melancholy of the weather? Our marriages are unkempt and disgruntled. Our children are surly and crammed to the gills with a sense of entitlement that you wonder how they will ever make their way in the world. We spent far too much money recently on silly graphic design and now must slash the storytelling budget. Our insurance bills have gone up precipitously. The women's basketball team has no rebounders. An aunt of ours has a seventh new hip. The shiver of hope of the national zeitgeist looks to be nursing a whopper of a black eye and someone left the toilet roll thingy empty again without the slightest consideration for who pays for things like that. And there are wet towels on the floor and the parakeet has a goiter and the dog bathed up the crayons. Please feel free to send us anything you would think would fit on these pages. And thank you for considering our magazine for your work. It's an honor, editors. I think it's a nice way to let people down to be creative. And, um, and like, that's why we're sort of enjoying being creative with this podcast. And now um, to invite today's guest to say hello. So um, today's guests are Susan Harrison. Hello. And Stephen Davidson. Hi. Um, Susan, can you tell us a bit about yourself and where you would normally improvise? Yeah. By the way, I would love a rejection letter like that. That would be incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Susan and I would normally be improvising with Showstoppers, the improvised musical. We would be going all over the country and um, and beyond and in London and I also improvise with These Folk which is an improvised folk tale and um, I also improvise with Beings which is big fun silly character nonsense and we uh, perform in London a lot in normal times. Yeah in normal times where people are allowed out of the house to perform at all. Yeah. Those people who are listening to this podcast in the future it is still taking place in the pandemic where we're not allowed out of the house. Um, Stephen, um, where do you normally improvise um, and where, a bit about yourself? Uh, hi there. Can I just say, I really love the way the word barfed sound in your accent. It was, um, it was very classic. <laughs> uh, so I perform with and direct uh, the improvised play, which is a company that chooses a different playwright to improvise in the style of each season. Uh, and I also run Impromiscuous, which is myself and some friends uh, teaching improv classes online and hopefully again in person. Yeah, great, that's perfect. So, um, Stephen, we'll start with you. Are you much of a letter writer? Have you ever been much of a letter writer? To be honest, no. Uh, I like a good email, but uh, I struggle to think the last time I wrote somebody a letter. It might have been grade school when we had assigned pen pals the dreaded enforced pen pal i've heard a lot of on this show um <laughs> uh which some people are still in contact with which i find a very nice message and it's like i'd like to think that maybe somebody who listens to the show has gone back to their enforced pen pal and got in contact um do you have you received much letters or actually a more impressive question 
when you write emails, you say you like writing emails, do you stick with the formality, do you think, of letter writing? Do you think about what you're writing or do you just feel that the electronic nature of it makes it a bit more quick to get off? Um, to be honest, even in formal emails, I tend not to be very formal. Uh, I have a habit of signing even work emails with like kisses or love or etc. I just, yeah. Maybe that's part of why letter writing doesn't appeal to me as a regular practice because it feels a bit formalized and uh, distant, whereas you get more immediacy with a call or an email. Yeah, I think that sounds really interesting. And um, I actually think there's something good about if I ever received a work email with had a few kisses at the end, I genuinely think my day would be a bit better, like that rejection letter at the start of the episode. Um, Susan, how about you? Um, are you much of a letter writer? Are you still a letter writer? Yeah, I actually re really loved writing letters when I was younger. I used to write to my grandma and my aunt, and <laughs> makes me sound like a Victorian. But um, and I also used to enjoy like sending postcards, and I always wrote too much and like had to go in circles around the edge to use up every bit of space. So I actually really was very much so. And I had a school friend who moved away. Um, and we like corresponded by letters for a bit um, until we got older and drifted apart. But yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoy letter writing. Yeah. When you wrote a letter, like how formal were you in your letter writing and how would you sign off your letters? I wasn't formal at all. It was very much like doodles and stickers, and <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah, probably loads of, yeah, loads of kisses and hugs. Do you remember when hugs used to be um, before emojis, hugs used to be like circles. Do you remember that? Maybe that's yeah, maybe yeah. that's a regional thing. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. X, X, XO being like a kiss and a cuddle yeah, was exactly. was definitely a thing back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think there's there's something to be said for that. Yeah, like the kids today, if if even if they write a letter, they try to do full emojis. Like it's much more difficult than. A, <laughs> but emojis are the kisses, the X's and O's of today. It's I very think. true. Very true. So the scenario I'm going to give you is um, you are two flatmates living in a city. Um, one of you works a day job and one of you works a night job. So you rarely see each other. But so the way that you communicate is by leaving notes to each other. letter then woohoo good for you because this one as you will have found out is extremely well hidden I hope you enjoyed the uh, short treasure hunt and I realize there might be part of you thinking well I have got more important things to do than do a treasure hunt to find a letter from my housemate but you know life is so boring if we don't have these games within it right I think so anyway I hope it's going okay at the morgue. I know it's difficult doing all these night shifts and, well, it might seem like my life is really easy in comparison and in some ways working in a primary school is easy, but in other ways it's absolutely hell on earth, capitals, 
underlined, underlined, 10 exclamation marks. I know that this is what I always wanted. You know, I, I love kids. I wanted to, to do a job where I could be with kids every single day. Brackets. Well, not every single day, but you know what I mean, close brackets. But now I just feel like, I don't know, it's a bit like life sapping. Do you know what I mean? Question mark, question mark. Of course you know what I mean, Daniel. You've always known what I mean. I guess it's because we've known each other since we were seven. Anyway, stating the obvious or what? Ha 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 exclamation mark. Anyway, well done again for finding this. I hope it's not too soggy being next to the butter in the fridge. And um, yeah, have a nice bagel. Bye. Ten E's. Kiss. Dear Joan, uh, thank you very much for the letter. I have a confession to make though. Uh, I subverted the treasure hunt completely by accident. Um, I just wanted some butter for my bagel. Uh, but thank you for the thought and effort. Uh, and hopefully one day I will have time to decode some more of your messages. Uh, I hadn't given much thought to uh, Sanskrit. To be honest, I'm having a really nice time at the morgue. I think, hmm, this is gonna sound very strange, but it feels very intimate to be a, a witness to the end of someone's life. I, I know it seems really strange and morbid that I would enjoy this kind of work, but it's, it's the best thing I've done. I hope that's not too strange. School sounds really rough. Um, although I still think you're probably really, really good at it. <sighs> If, when? If I ever have children, I, I hope that they'll have a teacher like you, or maybe even you. I can just picture you uh, teaching them languages and being horribly offended when they split an infinitive or <laughs> swear in front of you, as I will almost certainly teach them to do. Um, I was pleased, no. I noticed that you and Jessica had a very nice lunch break together in your room last Tuesday. I'm very happy for you. No, I, I'm absolutely thrilled that you've found happiness, but 
please do remember our walls are quite thin. Love, Daniel. Dear Daniel, um, when I read your letter, I was on the 73 bus and I have to admit, I welled up at several points. <laughs> the woman next to me asked if I was all right. And uh, obviously being a true Londoner, I sort of shrugged and, and looked away and said, yeah, whatever, exclamation mark. But the truth is, I was really moved by what you said. I'm so, so, so glad that you found your proper um, calling. Is that too much? No, purpose, your, your proper purpose in life. I think it's really beautiful. I know that at first in our friendship, when you said you got a job at the morgue, I, <laughs> I was a bit, you know, I, oh, how to say this? I, um, I made fun of you a bit, but it was only in a fond way. And actually, if I was to be truthful and genuine about it, what I would like to say is that I think it's wonderful that someone as thoughtful and sensitive and gentle as you is there at the end of someone's life. I mean, wow, capitals. Does that look a bit... I might just tip X out in the wow. I mean, gosh, what a treat to have you at the end of someone's life. Oh, that sounds... Anyway, um, I would like to apologize. No. Um, anyway, I'm really, really sorry uh, if me and Jessica disturbed you. <laughs> it was really nice of you to say that you're glad that I found happiness. Yes, you're absolutely right. I have five exclamation marks. I have found happiness. Jessica is amazing, capitals, hearts. She's just so clever and funny and dry. I mean, you know that. <laughs> you know her as well as I do. But she really is something else. We're doing this thing together. It might sound a bit cheesy, but we're going through all the musicals. Obviously, there are quite a lot of musicals in the world. So it's a tall order. But we're going to watch every single musical together, one a week. And that is how long we think our relationship is definitely going to last. Anyway, enough about that. The other thing that moved me was you saying that you thought I was a good teacher. Daniel, that is so, so sweet. You're so lovely. I'm so glad we're really, really, really good friends and that we've been friends for so long. I just wish you could find someone that makes you as happy as Jessica makes me. Anyway, sorry if this has gone a bit heavy. I better go now. I'm late for the bus. Um, take care. Uh, P.S. I've left a little book on Sanskrit in case you want to go back and re-decode one of the previous messages. Well done for finding this one. Bread bin bit easier, hey? Question mark, exclamation mark. Lots and lots of love. Joan Kiss. Dear Joan, yes, the bread bin was much easier. Thank you. You know, it's the first place I come when I wake up in the afternoon. 
I hope my note was equally easy to find. Uh, I've left you these cupcakes because unfortunately, uh, I won't be able to make your birthday this week. I'm sorry, I, I know that I said I would get the day off if I possibly could, but we're a bit overwhelmed and well, my, my job isn't the type of job where uh, a backlog is acceptable. Uh, I hope you understand. Um, yeah. I hope you understand. The musicals project sounds delightful. Um, I watched Cats the other week. I know it's awful, but I sort of feel like because everyone else saw it, I had to see it as well. Do you ever have that sort of thing where nobody's directly peer pressuring you into something, but you feel like you'll be left out if you don't do it? FOMO? I suppose it's FOMO. But I knew cats would be awful. So it's a weird thing to have FOMO about. I did quite enjoy the occasional moments of Ian McKellen giving zero fucks about how bad the movie obviously was. Uh, I admire the self-awareness. Um, I'm sorry I made you cry on the bus. Uh, I know you're quite a private person, so uh, maybe read this one in private, although I'm not planning to say anything particularly awful, I don't think. Hmm. You're right that I'm alone, but to be honest, I'm not unhappy. Uh, I see you and Jessica and I'm delighted, um, but I don't think it's something I need right now. Last night I spent four hours doing makeup for uh, a client who had been, I think an actress or an aspiring actress as the case might have been in her youth. Um, the notes in her wish list said that she wanted to be buried looking like she was ready to go to a ball. It's not the style of dressing that I normally do, but I took a bit of extra time and gave it my best shot. I'd love to think that if she could see it, she'd be happy. I can very much picture her uh, in her blue dress uh, descending a grand staircase, maybe even being announced like in Beauty and the Beast. On a related note, uh, I borrowed your rouge. 
I think I'll replace rather than return it. Um, please, could you let me know where you got it? Uh, apologies. Uh, best of luck with SATs next week. I'm sure your students will do beautifully. Love, Daniel. Daniel, thank you so much for the cupcakes. They tasted really nice and almost make up for you not being at my birthday. Of course, I totally, totally understand that you can't be there, but it doesn't mean that I don't miss you or rather that I won't miss you. <laughs> anyway, Jessica says she's going to make a big fuss of me, whatever that means. So I'm sure it will be a really nice day anyway. I love your letters, Daniel. You're so, I don't know, you just always really make me think, you know? I love hearing about your work. I mean, it could not be more different or it could not feel more different than what I do, wiping snotty noses and, you know, trying to encourage little kids to share their Lego. And that lady was really lucky to have you doing her makeup at the end. There's so many weird taboos about death, aren't there? I know that's a bit of an obvious thing to say, but I guess what I mean is it's so universal. I mean, it literally affects everyone that it's weird that we don't talk about it more. I mean, people bang on about birth all the time. Well, my friends do anyway. They're all having kids at the moment, as you know. Anyway. I think that's brilliant that you made her look beautiful and how she wanted to look. And yeah, don't worry about the rouge. <laughs> it's only a $7.99 one I got from Superdrug. No biggie. Heart doodle. Yes, I totally underline, underline, know what you mean about FOMO. I'm getting that at the moment about Call My Agent, which is on Netflix and everyone says it's great and I haven't started yet. And now there's like four series to catch up on. Whoa, capitals. O-M-G. <laughs> I can't believe you've watched Cats and had exactly the same reaction as me. I mean, obviously, underline, it's absolutely horrific and nauseating and weird and why did they make it? But what I mean is, the thing about Ian McKellen, yes, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I love the fact that he couldn't care less. <laughs> it's so funny. Everyone else is there, you know, they've all been to cat school, they're doing their physicality, trying to be a cat, and then Ian McKellen is literally just Ian McKellen with some catties slurping from a bowl of milk. V, 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 weird, exclamation mark. There's an amazing YouTube interview with Judy Dench and Ian McKellen in which you can see how little they care about the film. They haven't seen it at this point. They've only seen the rushes, but they sense how bad it's gonna be. We will have capitals underlined to watch it together sometime. Anyway, I hope you're having a good evening at work. My day was okay. I mean, the sats do make the kids stressed and I just can't help thinking it's wrong to put them under this kind of pressure 
at this age. I mean, they're kids. They should be doing kid things like writing letters to their friends and hiding them in bread bins. P.S. I hope it wasn't too difficult to find this one under the doormat. Ha, 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 ha. Lol. P.P.S. Oops. Just realized to put the P.S. before I signed off. P.P.P.S. Bye. Love, Joan. Dear Joan, it's been such a long time since we wrote. Uh, I apologize. When I moved out, I found your last letter under the doormat and it made me smile. This is to say congratulations on your engagement, belatedly, uh, and to RSVP. Um, I've sent back the card with the tick, of course, but I wanted to add a more personal touch. Um, uh, I so, so enjoyed living with you, even though we didn't see each other very often. Uh, and I'm sorry we've drifted a little bit. Um, I know you and Jessica are gonna continue to be very happy and, um, and, I don't know. And I wish you all the best for the future. It sounds so impersonal. I remember when we were younger and you were dating a new person every week. Um, people of all sizes and shapes and genders just were in and out of our circle because of you. And uh, I loved getting to meet them all, but I could sense that you hadn't quite found your match. Um, I'm so delighted for you that you seem settled in a way that's making you happy. I saw on Facebook that you'd been promoted. Well done. Um, I'm sure you'll be a great vice principal. Um, I don't want this to just be a standard catching up letter, but I'm still working at the morgue and it's still the absolute perfect place for me. Um, I'm still single, but that feels right for me. I watched Frozen 2 last week and I thought of you. How is your musical project going? Well, I hope. Um, I look forward to seeing you again. Uh, at the wedding, if not before. All the love in the world, Daniel. Dear Daniel, 
It was so lovely to hear from you. It felt strange in a way, receiving a letter in a conventional manner with a stamp and it coming through the letterbox. But it was really, really nice. Thank you also for your RSVP. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you're going to be there. I mean, it was you that introduced me and Jessica. So, well, thank you so, so much. I can never thank you enough for that. Yeah, I, uh, I was looking at your Facebook too. <laughs> at least that's one good thing about Facebook. You get to see what your old friends are up to. And um, I noticed that you're starting a book club. That's awesome. Maybe one day I can swing by virtually or otherwise. <laughs> I'm really happy that you're happy. And don't worry, when you come to the wedding, I'm not going to do that really annoying thing that people do where they try and set up all their single friends and put them on a table together. I know you don't want that. And that's not you. And that's why I, you know, value. No, that's why I love you as a friend. I, I love the fact that you are your own person. I'm really grateful to be with Jessica and to be settling down, but I do look back on that time, as you say, the time when all those different people would come in and out of our circle and when we were um, young and incredibly sociable. I look back on that time with such warmth. I do think that friends are, you know, the, well, one of the best things about life. And I never want to lose that friendship with you. So, sorry, this is a bit, you know, sentimental or cheesy for me. But I just wanted to say that I really care about you. And thank you. Even though we're far apart geographically and we've drifted, thank you for, you know, getting back in touch in the way that we used to. Lots and lots of love, Joan. P.S. The musical project is going well, thanks. Although we have to watch Pippin tonight, which is very dull, so I'm not looking forward to that. Kiss, kiss. And that was the last letter sent between Joan and Daniel um, as their lives went in different directions. But they did meet up at the wedding and they were very sociable with each other and it was just a nice friendship. They just had a nice friendship. That was just really lovely and heartfelt. I really, I really, I felt they were both very real people and uh, I really enjoyed hearing their sort of friendship. It was nice. Oh, thanks. I really enjoyed that as a, a thing to do. And I love Stephen's offer of um, of being happily single. Uh, so that was awesome. Really like, just really refreshing because my instinct would have been like, oh, they have to get together. Uh, and it was so great that I really enjoyed Stephen's offer that it wasn't that. And that, of course you can be happy, you know, being single obviously but it's just nice to see that in a story I think yeah yeah I've, I loved the fact that like not a lot happened it was mostly just people talking about being happy in their lives and that's a lot of what letters are I think is just sharing in things are okay mm. this is this is me 
Um, very much, guys. Um, hey. I really enjoyed it. I also think you said something important about, I'm just going to say, I, as someone who's particularly um, finds the idea that people need to talk about death more, I'm glad that you talked a bit about oh, death. Yeah. Um, uh, I think um, some like like one of the things you said specifically, which is death and relating death and birth, and the fact people talk about birth but don't talk about death. Mm. There's a great book if anyone's not read it called "With the End in Mind." This is me with my um, doctor hat on rather than my improviser hat on for a second, um, but which talks about the fact that um, really we should think about death the same way as we think about birth. It's something that happens to everyone. Um, you can choose where you want to where you want it to happen most of the time, who you want there, what music you want playing, and whether you want to be drugged up to the eyeballs or to experience it. Like realistically, the choices you make with birth, you can kind of make with death. Um, and there are such things as death doulas who help people guide through people through death as well. So, yeah. anyway, as that was mentioned, I'm gonna take advantage and mention that further on. Um, before we wrap up, um, are you doing anything online at the moment, Susan? Or where can people find you if they you want to be found? <laughs> Um, I'm making a lot of sketches, uh, so they can find me on um, Facebook, um, Susan Harrison Comedy and Improv, uh, or they can find me on Instagram, where I'm Susan Yeehaw, because of an improv game called Yeehaw, um, or on Twitter, at SueHarrison123, um, basically making a lot of sketches during lockdown and putting them out on social media, so whatever your preferred social media is, I'll be on that. Great. And Stephen, how about yourself? Um, where can people find you at the moment if you want to be found? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen a bunch of Susan's sketches and they're amazing. Yeah. If anyone hasn't looked that up as yet, uh, she does amazing character work. Uh, have a go. Delightful. Um, yeah, I'm on impromiscuous.com or Facebook slash Stephen Davidson Improv because they wouldn't let me have Impromiscuous <laughs> as a shortcut. Um, I do a lot of online classes, so there's uh, a wide range there, uh, and I have a couple of books about uh, inclusion and improv. Great, yeah, um, I've read Playing Like an Ally, and I think it's a great book, so if you haven't read that, um, Stephen Davidson's book, it's a great book to learn from, and I think something all improvisers should read. Um, thank you very much, this has been Pen Pals Improv, and keep writing letters to people. Thank you for listening to Pen Pals Improv, the improvised celebration of letter writing. Your guests today were Susan Harrison and Stephen Davidson. Your host was Owen Scrivens, and the music was written and performed by Matthew Nicholson. If you have enjoyed listening, please tell your friends about it, maybe in a letter. And don't forget, keep writing letters to people. Mm-hmm.